1: In First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13, Paul told the young man Timothy, Until I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Good reading of the word of God is vitally important, dear friends, to search the scriptures as Jesus commanded in 539, and in Acts 17 verses 10 and 11 to have the attitude of those in Berea To receive the Word with readiness of mind and search the Scriptures? Well, what a noble approach to search the Scriptures to understand what God's Word has to say. Good reading of the Word of God is important. Good writing based upon the Word of God and by the authority of the Word of God is also good reading as well, as long as it is within the parameters of the Word of God. Let's think on these things today and allow me to pause. And as always, we appreciate our Jay Webb and his introductions. we like to bid a good greeting to each of you. We are greatly encouraged of those who tune in to our broadcast worldwide. We're grateful to those of you who listen to our broadcast and who send us notes and requests for study material that you may grow and learn more about the will of God. We are also thankful for our new listeners. If you've just come across the International Gospel Hour through this station or through another option, we're thankful that you have chosen to listen to us. And again, I'm Jeff Archie, and I'm the weekly uh, teacher and the speaker here on the program. And it is our plea to search the Word of God to see His will for our lives and to put away those things that may be hindering us from serving God, and to follow His direction and His path. Today our broadcast will consist of what we call our Biblical Articles. This is where we take well-written Biblical Articles that are presented in such a way to help us in understanding the Word of God. We appreciate the men that we have written their articles today, Mark Martin of the state of Alabama, and Brother Gary Perrier. We're grateful to these good men and for their service in the kingdom, and we're going to consider a couple of subjects today in our study due to their writings. We are grateful, and from time to time on our broadcast, we highlight articles. We have our Are You Studying segment to where we take a book of the Bible, and we go verse by verse and study it together. You may hear lessons from preachers of days gone by, such as our V.E. Howard, our first speaker on the broadcast, Winford Claiborne, men like W.A. Bradfield and Leroy Brownlow, I love to select old outlines for us to study together. We use a variety of tools for our study here on International Gospel Hour, so you tune in each and every time, dear friends, and again, let us hear from you. We're going to look at the broadcast or at the article today on this broadcast, simply titled, Treasures Old and New. This is written by my friend and brother, Mark Martin. Mark writes and says, Matthew 13 contains eight of our Lord's parables. Jesus related stories of a sower and a man whose enemy sowed weeds throughout his field. To his disciples, he explained the meaning of these parables. That not all parables are stories is evident from this chapter, for it includes comparisons of the kingdom of heaven with mustard seeds, leaven, hidden treasure, costly pearls, and a fishnet. Finally, Jesus asked if his disciples understand his teaching. They reply in the affirmative. And in Matthew 13.52, therefore, Jesus says, Every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out his treasure what is new and what is old. These men had grown up hearing and reading the scripture, a Jewish boy's parents were his teachers from his youth, according to Deuteronomy eleven nineteen. His mother taught him the law. We parallel that with Proverbs 31, 1 through 9, until he was old enough to go to the fields and work with his father. The main focus of this education was the law of God. Now, they were hearing new things. Not new in the sense of revolutionary, but in the sense of challenging what their teachers had said. In Matthew 5.20, Jesus said, Unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Their interpretation of the law was corrected by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, where he said repeatedly, You have heard it said, but I say unto you. He wanted his followers to honor and obey the law, Matthew 5.17-19 they also were to heed his teachings realizing that they were the foundation of a successful life matthew 7:24-27 in the parable of matthew 13:52 jesus describes the teachings of scripture as treasures throughout the centuries mankind has longed for treasures sadly for the most part these are the treasures that can be destroyed or stolen matthew 7:19-21 The greatest treasures are those contained in Scripture, both in the Old Testament and in the New. Do you view Bible study as an obligation or as a duty? Or is spending time with Scripture like searching for and finding precious treasure? May we be wise enough to mine the treasures of God's Word. We appreciate Mark's lesson today. And, dear friends, as we think about the authority of the Scripture, and as Mark said, they were being challenged in what their teachers had said, to always search and understand. Dear friends, let's think about that for a moment. You know, the Bible is always right. And we have a very special, free Bible tract we'd like to send you that you can continue your reading and study of God's Word. And here's R.J. Webb with the details. Friends, we can look at this
0: world, and no doubt something is wrong. But did you know the Bible is right? We have a special free booklet we'd like to send you called Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. It is an exceptional study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and lets us see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Bible tract. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say bible tract you may also go to our website at dot com, click on the contact tab and leave us the same information name address and type bible tract in the message box another free offer of study from your friends here at international gospel hour now back to our study
1: and now dear friends one further point from our article treasures old and new as I was reading this article, and I read it over once, and reading it here on the air, I noted a misprint, and this is no reflection upon my good brother Mark Martin. Mark made the comment where he said, sadly, for the most part, these are the treasures that can be destroyed or stolen, and he placed there the scripture of Matthew seven nineteen through 21 I checked that during our break and that should be Matthew 6:19 through 21 that says lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust does corrupt and where thieves break through and steal but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust do corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Wanted to make that correction. And Dear friends, this is what's important of studying the Scripture, to go back and to make certain that we're correct in that, and we wanted to make that right. Here's our second article for the day by Brother Gary year and it is titled, Holy Spirit Baptism. He says recently in response to an article I wrote on water baptism I received some material that included a discussion of holy spirit baptism There seems to be a considerable amount of misunderstanding concerning this topic so I would like to give you some things to consider Baptism or immersion in the holy spirit was prophesied by Joel in Joel 2:28 and verses following and Acts 2:16 through 21 By John in Matthew three hundred eleven and by Jesus in Acts one and verse five. The administrator of this baptism was Christ Matthew three hundred eleven and Luke twenty four forty nine and Acts two verse thirty three. The Bible only gives two accounts where the Holy Spirit baptism was administered. Number one, the apostles on Pentecost in Acts two one through five, and Acts two, sixteen through twenty one, and number two, Cornelius and his house in Acts ten. Peter says concerning what happened to Cornelius in his house as being the like gift was given at the beginning, Acts 11:17. The Holy Spirit baptism was imparted directly from heaven, Acts 2, 1-4, and Acts 10, verse 44. Please note that Holy Spirit baptism was never commanded of anyone, but rather was a promise. As far as I can read, there were three distinct purposes of Holy Spirit baptism. Number one, the Holy Spirit was to reveal all truth to the apostles, John sixteen thirteen, 13. The truth in the mind of God was revealed by the Holy Spirit to the apostles who then preached that message. Number two, the Holy Spirit was to confirm or validate the truth spoken by the apostles. Note the promise to the apostles to whom Jesus was speaking in Mark sixteen seventeen through 20 This truth is later emphasized in Hebrews 2, 1-4. And third, the Holy Spirit fell on the Gentiles, Cornelius and his house, to bear witness that God would accept the Gentiles as He did the Jews, Acts 15, 7-9. This baptism was never intended for all men for all times, but rather for a specific number of individuals for these distinct reasons. Please note that even after Cornelius received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he was still commanded to be baptized in water, Acts ten forty seven and 48 The only baptism authorized by Christ today is in water to contact the blood of Jesus to receive remission of sins. We appreciate Brother Gary and his thoughts, and we appreciate this brief study on Holy Spirit Baptism. Dear friends, we always encourage good study material here from the International Gospel Hour. Let us pause and remind you very quickly before we end our broadcast please go to our website at InternationalGospelHour.com. Peruse it and find the study opportunities that await you. Or call us at 1-855-IGH-6988. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie. And dear friends, keep listening. God be
0: with you we... Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.